from New York City, the city of ambition, aspiration, and desire, this is Populax with Fomai Sardari. Populax is the place where we bring attention to objects of personal luxury, objects of desire, objects that have shaped our experience. Through Populax, I hope to bring to you all the fun and profound ways my guests, accomplished creatives from across ages, cultures, and professions, relate to one object of desire at a time. Hello, listeners. Today's episode is very special and it is different. I won't feature a guest, although an invisible one is here with me. This would be my friend, Christine Singer, who passed away in June at the age of 93 and to whom I want to dedicate this episode. And don't worry, I have guest interviews already in queue for publication. But you should know that Christine relates to my object of desire. What is it? Well, let me tell you about how I met Christine first. Christine and I met at the Institute of Fine Arts at New York University, where I was a graduate student and she was a friend of the Institute, a privilege she qualified for since she too was once a student there and completed a master's thesis on Baroque architecture of South America. We met in Jean-Louis Cohen's class on modern architecture and we hit it off. And by the way, Cohen later became my thesis advisor, so all this feels very significant in retrospect. What was remarkable about Christine was her sense of style, her facility with four languages, English, Spanish, French, and Italian, all of which she would write and speak impeccably, and the fact that she had both a degree in biology and in architectural history. How cool is that? The other thing that was extremely cool is that she knew so many of the people we were learning about in school. Françoise Gillot, modern painter and Pablo Picasso's lover, Christine knew her through her French friends. American abstract expressionist Lee Krasner, they were neighbors in Springs, Long Island. Krasner's husband, Jackson Pollock, Christine knew him as well. Willem de Kooning, of course, he too was a regular. And then there were all the famous designers who produced their work through M. Singer & Sons Furniture, a company owned and operated by Christine's husband, Joseph Singer. Imagine that M. Singer & Sons was the equivalent of the well-known design within reach, except with the very top quality pieces and all produced in Italy. Some of the people Christine had met over the years and for whom she had thrown dinner parties were Carlo De Carli, Berta Schaefer, Gio Ponti. And every time one of these legendary names would come up in conversation, she would casually shrug her shoulders and say, ha, if you live long enough, you'll meet almost everybody. Noted, Christine. 
back to the classroom. Cohen showed us a picture of Villa Planchard, designed by Gioponti in 1955, in Caracas, Venezuela. It stayed with me. I mean, how can one forget the multicolored marble tessellation of the flooring juxtaposed to the polychrome geometric ceiling murals? And then the lines of a yellow corduroy ceiling in a different room echoing the dynamic lines of the most elegant wooden staircase, whose steps provided a horizontal contrapposto to the corduroy ceiling. Mesmerizing. Have you heard of Stendhal syndrome? Because that's exactly how I felt when I saw this house. A little overheated, with a rapid bitter patter in my heart, and shocked at how Ponti had orchestrated these rich colors and materials that looked otherwise untamable. Needless to say, when the Musée des Arts Décoratifs organized the Gioponti retrospective in 2018, I went to Paris to see it. And I brought the catalog back to share with Christine, hoping I would get more stories from her. And I did. But she also noticed a small sketch with a colorful doodle by Ponti, and she exclaimed, Ah, I have tons of these. He used to write to all his friends and make these special doodles for each one. How funny to see these as part of the exhibition. I think I may have thrown several of these out over the years. How could you, Christine? How could you? I'm embarrassed to admit that Gioponti, famous Italian architect and designer, had escaped my radar even though I studied architecture as an undergraduate. It was this rather quick mention in one of Cohen's lectures that introduced me to his work. And that was it, really. I became obsessed. What I like about Ponti's work is that he reduced his ideas to the most essential geometric shapes, but used the most opulent materials he could find. Walnut wood like no other, marble tops with a perfect grain and shine, silver shaped like braided brioche peeking out of a very tight baking form, mirrors gold leaf and shiny enamel, textiles of the most saturated colors and yet such minimal presence. How did he do that? I don't know. And then, just last year, and while Christine had lost most of her vision to macular degeneration, she asked me to visit her because she had something for me, she said. A little something. A small book, just five inches by eight, with a soft cover decorated in small floral print, interrupted in the center by one of the familiar by now sketches by Ponti and the title Gioponti Cento Lettere, A Hundred Letters by Gioponti. And this is it, my object of desire. I have it in my hands right now. And through it and through each one of these hundred drawings, I can see how the mind and creativity of a formidable designer worked. I can also feel Christine's cosmopolitan presence enabling me to have just a second degree separation from Ponti, at least if time were not linear. I'll remember him, Christine, and I'll remember you. From New York City, the city of ambition, aspiration, 
and Desire, this is Populax with Fomai Serdari. Populax is the place where we bring attention to objects of personal luxury, objects of desire, objects that have shaped our experience. Populax is a series of stories of desire recounted around one object at a time.